Okay, with Ian Shakaluga, um, Dance for Life, We Dance for Life is a short film based in the UK. In the simplest like saying, it's it's a dance film about cancer, correct? That's right. Yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. And the science behind it, behind the cures, hopefully trying to uh, kind of express that too. Yes. So I'm assuming that you've been personally affected by this horrible disease. No, actually, I got involved because uh, as a filmmaker for many years, uh, I've wanted to get involved with community projects or kind of good cause film projects. And this came along. Um, I had to pitch for it to, 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 to win it from the local council in London and, uh, and the Institute of Cancer Research. And um, it seemed to be a perfect fit. You know, I was going to kind of work with a lot of volunteers a lot of cross-section of communities, you know, and um, people. And that was really quite interesting for me. So uh, it was both creative and also kind of a, a community uh, project, really. So, And I love that combination, you know. So in the beginning, you kind of have like a tagline and you kind of summarize cancer and you're, you're kind of telling that cancer cells are kind of like their own community, I guess, right? And That's right, like exactly. Yes, yeah. And because it's specific to this particular borough in London where... There's a new Institute of Cancer Research um, that's just been built. Uh, it's at the forefront of all scientific research, I think, certainly in Europe. I'm, I'm, I don't know about America. But uh, it was an opportunity, I think, for like the council elders to kind of fund a project where they can involve people who live in the area as well as the science that's going on in, in that kind of district, that region. And so it became this kind of very... Um, you know, a, a communal project, but also something that's kind of quite interwoven. You know, it's, it was quite a complex thing to get across, really. Yeah, but, 100%. And it, you wrote the the script of the dance film. So it's not just a dance film. There's a there's a distinct narrative in there. Lots of scenes for 10-minute film. I, never, I don't think I've seen thousands of dance films uh, personally and because of what I do. And I've never seen a 10-minute film with so many transitions and so many different kind of settings and like it just seems like a huge enterprise that you did so i'm just curious about from the written page when did, did you kind of write like a distinct script about what you wanted to tell i'm just curious yes about that. yeah that's right yes well the, when i was pitching for, for for that for this film the the institute of cancer research and uh, and the, the southern borough council had an idea of they i mean they just gave an idea of a busby berkeley type dancing cells and I thought, my gosh, this could be really distasteful, but I'll apply for it anyway. Yeah. And uh, and then it evolved from that. And I wanted to kind of create a sense of people arriving in different settings that represent the region where the, the film is set. And it kind of builds up from there. Obviously, I think I only had two little dance troops who could actually dance. The rest of them are just volunteers, Afro-Caribbean groups, disability groups. So one had to kind of, I had to kind of foment and design kind of choreographed sequences that they could do and they were happy to contribute to as well. So it was kind of, yes, there was a kind of script to it. I had this idea of the West Side Story thing of setting, you know, shots of the setting, but I, I quite liked the idea of paralleling the kind of almost the bland urban landscapes with the, the laboratory shots. So there's a kind of similarity between what what the what a car park looks like to maybe a lab and i mean they're 100 yeah, kind of, there's symmetry there's symmetry going on in all your dance moves right about yeah like that's right yourself. so i wanted yeah. to keep that into connection so so and it all evolved from that and then it was just really 
having our, our, our volunteers kind of contribute any way they could. I had three choreographers with different dance styles, which who all helped to kind of, it's quite amorphous, the whole thing. <laughs> I was a bit worried that there wasn't anything cohesive, but somehow I thought if you let people express themselves and use their own little voice, somehow it could all come together and uh, uh, I hope it did anyway. That's what I can say. <laughs> well, no, it did a hundred percent. And like, and I just want to point out that they did. And the, I think there's over 200 dancers and volunteers who helped out on this film. Yeah, it was massive. It was massive. And it was, I, I, I made this in my spare time. I, I was making a documentary about environmental uh, technology. That's my, that was my paid job. And so I was having to do this weekends throughout the summer into the autumn and then I would cut over Christmas into February when, when I finished it, you know. And it was only my friend and I from film school, you know, who we, we just produced it together, Mark Kritsky and, uh, and myself. And uh, I think we, uh, because we, we were keen on this project, you know, it was, it was good cause. And we got such a lovely response from people that uh, that gave us the kind of courage and strength to carry on really and it, it didn't feel like a burden at any point because we would film a Saturday we'd all obviously organize it and then we'd film a Saturday or we'd, we'd say right we're going to film the following Sunday or the two weeks time and we would be quite prepared for it you know um, so that's how it kind of evolved and so we filmed really from I think would have been from uh, this month last year right into October on wow. days you know so um but it was, yeah, it was, it was, uh, you know, I, I'm really pleased. I was really happy to get involved, you know. So you're, this, this to give people, uh, this to make me understand, give people understanding. So you're working on a film during the week. And it's, yes. it's usually, these are long and, you know, long days are a bit of a grind. And then yeah. you decide on your spare time to make another film. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And once I said yes, because I, I, I you know, I pitched on it with uh, quite a few filmmakers and I didn't expect to to win the pitch. And when I won the pitch for my treatment gotcha. for the film, I, I you can't you can't turn this down because because of the cause, you know. So, um, so when did you when did you rest? Like, that's the point. Like, when did when, when, uh, when did you when yeah. did you have a real any sort of like downtime? Because that's a lot of mental and physical and, and and emotional energy that you're you're consuming for these films yeah um yeah it, it, it was a tough year to be honest i was very exhausted because when i finished this documentary which is like a it was for pbs actually it's like two one hours uh i know that took up a lot of my thinking time as well but i think after all this finished around i think uh march march this year i almost kind of just was exhausted by it all and I've, and since then I have kind of taken a break I, I've made a commercial since but that's it you know and uh yeah. but I, I didn't really feel the strain somehow you know I, I think the editing was the hardest thing because um I edited myself with my, with my partner Mark he would shoot he would cut some sequences I would cut some sequences and trying to find the matching cells because the the ICR weren't very forthcoming in providing visual material to us you know so I had to do a lot of research and that was more exhausting than the filming the filming I like it I like I, I like meeting people I like working with people I like people yeah. generally so that was fun you know so um, you you do a lot of commercials and I and I and you go to your website you can see that a lot of your commercials are about dance so you understand choreography I'm, I'm not saying you're the choreographer but I'm saying that yeah then understand how to film dance sequences I guess effectively I'm assuming right 
Uh, weirdly, no. <laughs> I mean, well, you I do. You do. You approached just, yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, somebody approached me to shoot to film these shoe commercials, dance shoe commercials. Yeah. And uh, I got a choreographer who was very good. They do all the work, and the dancers are great. They're brilliant. They're fantastic. Yeah. So um, the Riker, Riker shoes, right? But at the same yeah, time, that's right? It's not. You're, it's you're, you're. I know you're. You're being modest, but it's not like you. You got to evoke the emotion in the dance. And there's a lot of yeah, where yeah. where places to point the camera, right? Obviously, the, yeah, you're doing a yeah. shoe commercial. You're going to point at the, at the feet, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like that. You got to figure out like where. What's the point of view? I'm telling, trying to tell here with the dance. It's not easy. No, no, I, I think it's maybe because maybe it's my naivety that I kind of. Uh, I like to look, I love musicals, right? I love Benelli musicals, Stanley Donner musicals, they're fantastic movies, you know, great. Miz and Sen and everything's absolutely incredible. I've always loved musicals. So I've always had a love of music and dance and everything. And I, I like the way it expresses emotion in a very visual way, actually. Yeah. Uh, and so it's just being receptive and then observant, really. I just sit on the outside and I kind of have a camera angle because... Uh, like Vincent Minnelli used to do, I used to love the way his musicals were staged because the shots were always, you know, top to bottom. You know, you always saw everything, yeah. not these fast cutting things. There was something very fantastic about that. So I've had that kind of film school education about it. And um, the rest is just being uh, observing to the scene and responding emotionally to it. And I was very lucky in that um, in Sutton, in London, it's become a, a refugee centre for, for Hong Kong um dissidents from the Chinese regime and there's yeah. been an influx of population and one of my choreographers Jolly she uh she's on the was kind of you know on the run from the author Chinese authorities because she was taking photographs of the protests and she's an amazing choreographer professional film choreographer and uh I and she was brilliant because the car park dance she she formulated it based on a narrative that I wrote about telling a personal story of cancer to girls that I could thread the whole narrative through. And within three days, she came out with these ideas and rehearsed it over two, three days only with the Lane Arts Theatre Group in, in Epsom here in, in Surrey. And uh, I loved what she did. She, she, she contributed so much because there was all that, you know, the, the carrying of the girl on the top and we're filming from above and so staging the shots around something that's very evocative and very powerful uh, was kind of straightforward in a sense because I had a really quite amazing choreographer in Jolly she was incredible actually and then I had more of a performance arts teacher uh, who did the more kind of abstract dance sequences that was Mel um, and then the neon dance I always wanted to do an Ian dance sequence based on the fluoroscopy images of, of cancer that I've seen mm -hmm. online. So that was always on the, on the cards. And by that time, <laughs> my two choreographers were busy doing other projects. So I got a third person in and it just seemed to work, you know, and I had college students and because the cause is quite noble and we're all affected by cancer, you know, yeah. then the everyone's efforts, I think, were multiplied. You know, 100%. Has everybody been able to see or most people have been able to see the film? Because it's like yeah. a lot of people, right? So. Yeah, they have, yeah. And it was my idea to submit it to film festivals because it kind of widens the audience of it. You know, uh, I was amazed mm -hmm. that, you know, you graciously gave, gave, gave it an award. I mean, but they're so happy. Everyone's so happy. I tell all my volunteers, you know, and it's like a, it was really, really good. So, um, yeah, I, I just loved it. 
what did you think about like we the the North American audience who gave you a North American audience uh, feedback uh, on their film? What did they, what did you think what they had to say about your film? Fantastic! It was amazing. It was really touching. Actually, I was absolutely you know really touched. You know, it was wonderful. It was very eloquent. It was very perceptive. It was it was really really good. I mean, you know, I didn't expect that, and um, I showed it to the the council in, in London, the culture person yeah. there. She loved it. She said, "Oh my gosh, Ian, look at this!" Uh, and they're so pleased, they're so happy because it's found an audience as well. You know, it's a it's a universal subject. So yeah, absolutely, it was brilliant. You know, brilliant, really, really good. Thank you. No, no, it's 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 a you know obviously it's a universal film, right? Like it's uh it it touches it touches every generation, touches everybody. Everybody's kind of been like affected by it in a sense. Like even my kids who are young, six, four years old, they their grandmother died of cancer. So they they understand, you know what I mean? They understand cancer. Yeah. Obviously, it affects everybody. So it's like when you're watching the film and you're seeing the the symmetry between the cells and the dancing is pretty yeah. unique. So I'm going to talk about it from a practical standpoint because you're doing the bird's eye view shots, obviously, right? You're you're in a park, you're on top of a, a parking garage, so you're doing. I'm assuming you're shooting a drone to do those shots. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I got I I I, I had a drone operator, two two different people volunteering to do the drone shots. Yeah, so I had a drone shot, and then I shot most of it with an FX3 Sony FX3 camera, and then Graham, who was one of the drone operators, also had a Panasonic, so he would do long lensy stuff. You know, we we we'd kind of literally assemble the dance and then right, we let, let's put it here, here, here. You do that, you cover that, and it kind of it was very fluent. It was kind of non-intrusive, so that worked really, really, really well. You needed um, to, to have continuity with the dancers in the cell. That you must, you yeah. I'm assuming you had pictures of the cell, yeah, on set, and you're kind of making sure that they're they're all kind of in unison of what you were looking for in the film. That's not easy to do with all the people and. No, no. In fact, half the half the cells were kind of found afterwards. But I always wanted it to have. I never wanted it to have a CGI perfect, perfect matchup. Yeah. I never wanted. I wanted something more anal analog. You know, like old films. That kind of <coughs> maybe the cuts don't work because yeah. I wanted it to be more expressive rather than oh, isn't that clever? How beautifully that seems into that. I wanted it not to look clunky. That's the that's a negative word for it. But I wanted it to be. Um, human kind of expressive you know it's because sometimes I find these films you know films you've got these perfect animations perfect semblance yeah they're great but they, they lack a little bit of soul and I, I found that you got more personality by sometimes making the cut not quite right because that's the way they dance they didn't get it quite right and uh, yes there is of course there's a, there's a kind of symbiosis between the cell images and, and, and the action but I always wanted it to have this kind of look because I knew that you know, Mark is a friend of mine. He shoots local videos. You know, we're never going to get a DOP who's going to light it beautifully every scene. So I didn't yeah. mind the look of it was kind of textured, you know, in different ways. You know, it was all part of that. That was always the approach because in that way, one can film quickly and, and a lot of and spontaneously. And that, that was always my plan, really. So you're doing all these these kind of like location shooting on the weekend and you're, there's tons of dancers like you said and it's like yeah. it's such a long process you're losing one choreographer you got to find another one you got a drone shot you got to find another one it's kind of amazing obviously you you're people don't know you're very experienced in the film industry you uh, you shoot documentaries you shoot commercials so i'm sure you have a good assemblage of crew but 
putting it all together. Who put it, the film? Did you put it all in together in the editing room? Because that, yeah, that must have been yeah. a pretty ambitious task as well. It was, but you know, because I kind of had the, I had an idea of how the narrative was going to work. You know, with all these contributions, you know, um, I thought I better cut it because I kind of knew the rhythms that I kind of needed. And then Mark would cut a rough cut, assemble a sequence, like assemble the ending, and he actually cut the ending, you know, really nicely. So I knew it was going to build up. So uh, yeah, it wasn't such a. I quite enjoyed the editing process. I'm not a natural editor or anything, but I took time over it, and um, uh, it seemed to. Yeah, I, I, I kind of. Yeah, I, I did the editing myself. I think rather than convey what I was looking for in the cuts. I thought it'd be quicker, more efficient if I just got on with it myself. And I, I cut in Premiere. And then my friend Sasha graded it, you know, uh, on DaVinci Resolve. And, uh, uh, you know, that was kind of, you know, in two passes because, you know, the time I had to have a Premiere. We showed it in, a, in um, to the public back in February before I submitted it to Festival, just to the locals who, who, who were involved. So I, there was a race against time to get it finished, you know, um, so that was what about really the music, sound and music. When did you decide yeah. on that? Yeah, yeah. So the music, the the musician, you know, he 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 was, he was so busy that basically we were working separately, and and he would send me drafts of the of, of the music, and it wasn't really done finished until the last day. You know, we we had to online and everything. Oh wow! But all these, as you know, all these projects sometimes are kind of put together in the last <laughs> minute. You know, it's like at the end of the day happy accidents you know but um but what, what, what i like to say really about the film what i liked about what i must say what i liked about i liked about the approach of the film was what i wanted to convey it wasn't just about cancer i kind of wanted to show the fragility of human beings you know so it was really important for me to get a whole cross section of people and not just to tick boxes but really like uh, the disability groups and stuff you know there was a kind gotcha. of fragility of all of us you know because it is something that affects us all and what it is to be human and uh and uh that's was my ultimate intention to to get that across underneath the surface you know whether it does or not i don't know but that was really my uh and children and the youth and the teenagers and the like yeah. young, young kids and you kind of ended in a, you i know the last shot of the film is the is the scientist or the the researcher putting their jacket on and closing the lights and, yes yeah and uh but before that there's there's a certain joy with the dancers like you yeah. there's this there's this friendship this this uh commonality that you kind of in the last kind of minute of the film that you kind of bring to us uh to to the audience yeah. where like you there's a positivity i guess that's the best word to describe it yes yeah yeah and that came across partly through the choreography that jolly kind of staged but also i wanted that expression of freedom and the, you know whether whether that personal narrative comes across I don't know about one girl contracts cancer and then she's freed from it, which is like a bit of a cliche and everything. But I wanted that sense of escape and freedom. So I put the sound of a sea of actually waves at the end. Yeah. It's kind of underscores that as they all, as cancer leaves them. And it's just something that I wanted to be kind of liberating that, you know, what a, what a miracle we are to be a human being that we're, we're kind of free, you know? And that's yeah. the most... It's a Precious fantastic thing. film, and it's like it, there's a lot of elements to it. There's a narrative. There's like a documentation. There's the, obviously the dance. It's uh, ten minutes, and it's amazing. And I'm I'm really I'm happy that you because I know that you do this for certain organizations, but I'm really happy that you decided to put the film festivals because it's not just a UK film. 
right? It's a, yeah, right. it's a world film. They should get it out there. They should, you know what I mean? It, it's everybody can kind of get something out of this film. Yeah, yeah. I wanted it to be universal because, you know, especially in these times after COVID, everyone's isolated and everything. And, you know, we're a human race, you know. I would sometimes forget that we're bonded by our, our you know, what we are, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so uh, it was a very exciting project, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm so pleased with it. And I was so flattered that uh, even got, <laughs> you know, got into the festival, but also won this little award, which is great for more for my you know, volunteers and everything. So it should get really into every festival you submit to. It's a pretty, it's a pretty much a no brainer film. It's just, it's a well executed film. Obviously, you know, that the person behind it right away, I knew the person behind it was knew, knew what he was doing. And that's why we're, yeah. we're talking yeah. right now. So, that's and yeah, time. so there's a link to your website. You can see the commercials that you did and you're a fantastic yeah. filmmaker. And like you said, you do all kind. You're always busy, I guess, right? Yes, yeah. I've always wanted to make movies. I'd, I'd like to. I'm trying to get a film off the ground. I, in fact, I made a film uh, in my spare time as well. Spare time. Exactly. I have a lot. I don't have a lot of spare time. Yeah. I have a daughter who's got cerebral palsy, so you know that takes up my time. But over COVID, and I made a, a, a feature film, which I'm trying to get it finished and get that out to festivals. Oh wow! But I would also like to do musical, another musical, a proper musical. I've got a kind of idea, but <laughs> I don't know who'd give me the money. <laughs> That's the thing. What a shame we need money to make. <laughs> well, yeah, these days is a lot easier, but you still need a little bit of money, I guess, right? Yeah, well, it was a damn shame, you know. <laughs> All right, man. Well, let's talk again when you make your next film. I'd love to see what you do next. And I really yeah. appreciate your time. It's, like I said, fantastic film. We love to help out and showcase it wherever we can, so. That's great. I uh, I did a trailer, didn't I? I asked. Uh, I think I paid for a trailer to be made. At some point, you send it to me. I think. Yeah. Did we send it to you? Did the trailer to you? Or? No, I have. I haven't. I haven't received it yet. No. All right. No. I'll look. So I'll look into it. it. Hopefully, we'll get. It, I'll get it to you this week. Great. And there's no small screenings of this, is it? That, that that that's it now, isn't it? There's the the second screening, the the virtual screening. Yeah. When's that again? I can't remember. I will let you know. Um, Lovely. I'll let Thank you know when uh, in the, there should be, I think it's probably in August. They'll send, you'll send you further emails for, about it. That's so. great. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. All right. Have a good Lovely. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Schlemiel, Schlemazel, Hasenbeck Incorporated.